The views, ideas, and content of well seekers and their guests are their own opinions, and you should always seek additional professional help around any of the issues discussed here on Well Seekers. Hello and welcome to Well Seekers. 2019, we are so excited for a new year. So much goodness ahead. Thanks for being with us on our journey to happy, hopeful, and well living from a holistic approach. Now, as we bring in the new year, there's a lot of people, even in my time being home um, and talking to people, it seems like when people are at work, because I've been talking about well seekers and all the things that I've been doing, it, they have a different mindset and wellness life. And on today's show, we are going to talk about how to create a mindset and holistic wellness even when you're at work and even if you hate your job. So there was a Gallup poll that was done a year ago and it said that 85% of Americans, Americans alone, are dissatisfied and even hate their job. Not just ambivalent to the work they're doing, but actually hate their job. So if we're all running around hating our job, being well at our job in mind, body, and spirit can be a really challenging thing. And I know even for myself, there's been jobs in my life where I have not been as happy. And nourishing myself from the mind down has been a difficult process in that job. And I almost thought of myself as two different people. There was like work Lucia, who sometimes um, hit the candy bowl and got really stressed out and did things that I never did in my personal life. And then there was personal Lucia that went to yoga and worked out and really practiced mindfulness techniques. But merging those two was sometimes difficult for me and is clearly difficult for a lot of people when they go to work. We, since we got this question and since we've had a lot of conversations about how to bring really a mental fitness and a, a really positive mental mindset to work and also holistically go to work and live life well, this is what today's show is all about. We have a very special guest. Her name is Roline Lout. She's going to be calling us from the Netherlands, actually. She's Dutch. And I met Roline on the top of something called Mount Madonna. Joe, my producer, is offset. Joe, do you know what Mount Madonna is? No. No. I'm very curious because I heard talking to her about it. Yeah. Um, so you guys, Mount Madonna is a world-renowned retreat center. And I met, went to Mount Madonna three years ago now when I was going through some challenging times in my life. We've talked about it on the show before, but my divorce and different challenges. I really wanted to go through that and become a better person at the end of it instead of diving into you know unhealthy coping skills or different things. I really wanted to grow as a person and go through the process in a way that would challenge me, but also make me better for it. So I searched out and found a lot of retreats and different things about mental fitness. What makes one person who faces an adversity thrive and become a better person and what makes someone who faces an adversity actually decrease in happiness and hope and well-being in their life? And I found this training at the top of Mount Madonna. Um, this is like a spiritual mecca. You guys have to Google it. I think that I'm just going to look it up now since Joe doesn't have her computer, but I'm pretty sure it's just mountmadonna.com. But yeah, the Mount, it's mountmadonna.org. And you'll see pictures of the center. It's in the Redwoods. It's incredible. Here, Joe, you can look at it. 
So you guys can see my screen too. But so I met Ro there in a small group of people and we all learned about mental fitness. Now, Rolene was going through a life transition of her own and at the end of this, created a company that actually trains people in how to be mentally fit. Now, how does that apply to our work? So these are methods that aren't just for you know a high-level CEO or a high-level athlete. These are things that we can actually use in our day-to-day lives to make us happier and more well and to really integrate. Because I don't know about you guys, but I did have that separation of like, this is work and this is my life. And really just having that mindset of like, this is who I am and I'm gonna bring wellness into my work and I'm gonna bring wellness into life after work and into my family and becoming holistically well, regardless of where you are is when my life really started to change. So Rolene's gonna come on and give us some simple and real life ways that we can be mentally fit in our lives, regardless of where we work and in our workplace and to just make us happier, hopeful, and more well in general. So we'll be right back with Rolene on Wellseekers. You're listening to Wellseekers, a show where the journey is just as important as the destination. You wanna be part of the Seekerhood? It's easy. Email us anytime at hello at wellseekers.com. And we are back on Wellseekers with our guest, she is the founder of Mind5 Training and the creator of the Mind5 Method, Rolene Laut. Rolene, I've known Rolene, you guys, since 2015 is actually where we met. And I'll get into how we met in a second. Did I say your last name correctly, though? I want you to correct me. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's fine. <laughs> um, it's, it's a Dutch name because I live in the Netherlands. I'm Dutch, so it's hard to pronounce. But it's uh, Laut, Rolene Laut. I la- so was I I was fairly close I think I was close yeah. <laughs> to it very close right. very close good job um so Ro- I'm gonna call her Ro you guys you'll probably hear me slip up during the interview I hope that's okay Ro but we met that's cool. at the top of a place called Mount Madonna and yeah. I didn't even know how what Ma- I don't know if you knew this Ro if we went on a retreat together and it wasn't a really interesting and transitional time in my life. And I was looking for, you know, healthy ways to just grow and expand and learn more about mindfulness and different things. And there was this training on the top of Mount Madonna. And before I went, I didn't realize how epic Mount Madonna was. Um, It is a retreat center in California that is beyond famous. Um, People come internationally to study there and to learn there. And Ro, I ha- did you know what Mount Madonna was before you got there, or did you just sign up for the training like I did? Yeah, yeah, I, I just signed up for the training, actually. It's, and, a, uh, it's so yeah. famous. Uh, yeah, I didn't know, but I mean, I'm from Europe, you know. When we think about California, we think about beaches. Right, you uh, think L.A. Not about, yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah. And I've been to San Diego and San Francisco, and then... You know, we went to Mount Madonna and, and it was it was a really nice place. I mean, I'm very grateful that I've been there, um, but I had no clue, actually. So I knew immediately we were in a small group and I really loved everyone in our group. But Ro, mm-hmm. I just felt like you were a seeker and a finder. Like you were obviously on a, a special quest 
of some sort. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I and was it, on a mission. You are on a mission. And it's no surprise to me that afterwards you founded Mind5 Training and created this Mind5, Mind5 method. Um, could you just tell everyone a little bit before we get into the topic that we've been discussing about your journey? Because you have such an exceptional story um, of how you got to where you are today. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, I think we were kind of in the same position um, because we both used to work in media and I used to work in sports sponsoring um, and for an international com- uh, company, actually, that was based in the U.S. Based near uh, where I live. Yeah, in actually, Connecticut. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I've been to Connecticut as well. Um, so it's very interesting. And, um, and I also worked as a journalist, as a sports journalist. It was a nice job and it was very high demanding. Um, there was a culture like up or out, so which was nice for me as an ambitious person. And within two and a half years, I grew from project manager to managing director of the Netherlands, which was a great journey. But at the same time, it had yeah, the tricks of corporate life and, and also the stress factors of corporate life. I saw that even the most skilled or the my, most experienced people make mistakes when they're under pressure like even CEOs and COOs. And I was observing that while I was there working as a managing director. And I was at that time also playing in the national ultimate frisbee team of the Netherlands. Uh, And I was the captain captain, and we were preparing for world championships. And I saw the same things when we had match points, for example, or when we had to play against difficult opponents. I saw the same processes happening as in corporate life. actually a uh, f- fight flight freeze response and when i figured that out and when i figured out that there was a way to train it and and those trainings were based on ma- mindfulness actually i i literally googled uh, for fitness and mindfulness and mm. then i found something um which was actually not fitness it was more like mental fitness uh, but that's how i ended up in at mount madonna it's so f- i googled the same thing because as, <laughs> really? yeah, because yeah. I had a media background and obviously an interest. Now I'm licensed as a therapist, but in in mental fitness and how people become resilient and how people tackle such incredible things. And some people, you know, crumble under the pressure. I was a former Division One athlete. I think we talked about not a world champion yeah. athlete like you, but um, yeah, I was not a world champion. <laughs> <laughs> Bronze medal European, so. yeah. <laughs> close enough. <laughs> You were highly competitive. Uh, So such a powerful story. And then you went on after our time at Mount Madonna to create Mind5. So just in your own words, I said a little bit about it. Could you explain to everyone what Mind5 training is and the Mind5 method? Yeah, sure. So Mind5 training combines physical training uh, and mental training. So it's also it's uh, mindfulness based. Um, and for us, it's really important to, to help people um, uh, improve their bodily awareness. Um, and there are several methods to do that. You can also use yoga and mindfulness, for example. Uh, but especially when I was at Mount Madonna and this uh, training was created for uh, people in the U.S. Army, I was actually thinking, like, how can we train people that are in such demanding jobs uh, to be mindful in the heat of the moment? because then you cannot do yoga or mindfulness exercises. Mm. Um, so I created a program that includes also martial arts, uh, boot camp, uh, some cross training, uh, some endurance sports, but also some yoga and functional movement. Um, so that at 
several intensity levels, people can learn how to keep calm under pressure. Uh, and with these sports exercises, we also simulate stress. Uh, so people get used to being under pressure and then they have to do cognitive and mental tasks, uh, um, think strategically, uh, uh, think creatively, etc. So it sounds really intense, Rob, when people are thinking, they may be thinking, you know, I'm not in the army yeah. or I'm not going to be a world champion athlete. But these yeah. methods, what I think is fascinating and what you do such a great job of is translating it to how can we thrive and really love the life we're in using mental fitness and something like mind five in our own lives. And yeah. one of the ways that I see this manifesting in people around me and um, even I have to say something that I have struggled with in the past is how do you bring that mindset to your day-to-day -day job, especially mm -hmm. if we were just talking before about how 85% of people, at least in the U.S., say that they not only just aren't happy in their job, but they actually hate their job. So yeah. how do you bring that to your to your yeah. workplace and thrive yeah. in your day-to-day -day using some of those techniques? Do you have some, yeah. some ways? I will, I will definitely answer that question. Um, but before I answer that question, I will tell you that our program is not just for athletes. And I think that's the funny thing. I thought it was for high performers, but actually we get all sorts of people. Uh, and we even get people with burnout and chronic stress complaints and anxiety disorders. Um, so it's definitely not just for athletes. I think the people that are, you know, chronic stress, I think that they're the prime you know, candidates for someone that would benefit from this. And that's why we're just so honored to have you on the show to talk a little bit about some of these techniques. And you guys, I'm also yeah. going to give um, the website for Mind5 when, when Rose all done, just so you guys can go on and check it out too. But help yeah. us, help heal yeah. us. <laughs> I, I will, I will. Um, I will. Well, I mean, it's, it's a difficult situation. Um, I mean, it's hard to get out of such a situation if you, if you feel stuck at work, for example. Um, and there are absolutely ways to feel better uh, and, and to, um, had, you can, that you can do for your well-being. Um, I think one of them is sports, obviously. Uh, and I'm not just saying this because you get physically fitter, um, but there are several researchers that have shown that you even become smarter. Uh, you will improve your cognitive functions. Um, you will be better to memorize certain things if you just go hiking for 30 minutes a day, for example. Um, uh, and sports is a big one because it can also help you, help you get out of your comfort zone. Um, uh, you, you have the feeling that you achieved a certain thing. And then, um, so sports is a big one. Um, and I think mindfulness is also a big one and that I always tell people that it's not necessary to go meditating every day, um, but they try to choose some things that to do mindful or to do a little bit slower than you useful. Pay attention to the things that you do. Um, and if you want to really make a change, I think I think you have to find your unique abilities. Um, so understand the things that make you happy, uh, the things that you're good at. And sometimes you can already make a slight change within the work environment that you are in. Um, and But sometimes it also means that you have to make a change and that you have to make a big step and, uh, and do something different. I think that's what we both did. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> 
So what I'm hearing are, are three things. One is incorporate some sense of physical movement into your day. Um, yeah. The second is somehow incorporate mindfulness into your day. And then the mm-hmm. third is if you really want to take it to a different level, even if it's not in your work necessarily, find what you're happy at, what makes you happy, what you're skilled at, and add that to your life in some capacity as well. Are those pretty much the three major things? I think those are the three major things. And then you can definitely also include nature, spending time in nature is a big one. And for me uh, personally, you know, when I left my job, I had a lot of stress actually. Uh, and I was doing yoga and I was doing lots of sports and mindfulness meditation. But as soon as I quit my job and moved to the countryside, I, I felt inner peace. Um, so, you know, sometimes you need to make some big changes in your life. It's not always possible. You can also make a plan, um, take the steps. Maybe it's a two-year plan, maybe it's a three-year plan or a five-year plan. But I think at the end, what's best for you is something that you really enjoy doing. So let's say, just for example, you can't necessarily make that change in in your day-to-day job. Is there mm-hmm. a way, Ro, that we could do those three things or four things nature as well within the context of the life that we have right now? Yeah, I mean, it depends. It definitely depends on your work, work culture. Absolutely. You can go out for lunch. And then I don't mean going to a restaurant, but uh, go for a walk. Uh, maybe go get a sandwich or a cup of coffee. Um, uh, just integrate a bit of um, um, outdoor activity and, and, and physical activity in, in your daily life. Uh, and maybe you will get some resistance from your manager or your colleagues or maybe people will stare at you. Um, but see if you can just do it. And maybe you can bring some other people with you and make it an activity together with, with your colleagues. Um, and especially... Um, if you show the research and the benefits that it has and you when you explain the benefits of of doing those things if you tell your boss that you will be better to think strategically and creatively when you go for a hike yeah why not um and i know it's not that easy but i think that's somebody has to start and if you start then maybe someone come with you and then another one will come with you and that's how you create or change uh, work cultures and i think that's what's necessary Yeah. And I think that two things come to mind when you're talking. One is if you can't do it at work, try and do it outside of work. And that can make a huge change. But even just taking five minutes to get up from your desk, I found when I've worked in offices where I've been sitting more frequently than others, which is not my favorite thing to do, um, Mm -hmm. just even getting up and doing a couple laps around the building. I know that, you know, my friends work for companies where they'll do that at lunch or they'll take a 15 minute break and just walk around the building. Yeah. Just little small changes like that. Offer your colleagues to get some tea or some coffee. What I always do, I always pick my guests up. I'm on the third floor of my building. When they come in, I always go down and I always bring them up. And then when they leave, I also come with, go down with them again. So I get my exercises. Oh, I love that. I love that. Yeah. It also yeah, and, is and, a great way to greet yeah, them. Absolutely. They really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, and I, what I also did is that uh, at a certain point, I told my colleagues, because I have a, a couple of trainers in the office as well. Um, and at the end of the day, it's like, okay, it's six o'clock. I'm going to fitness. Are you guys coming? Um, and then now they're texting me. 
uh, even when I'm working from home, like, hey, where are you? I want to go to the fitness. Can we go together? Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's, cr- it's I, great. I, I, I love it because they, 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 they text their boss that they want to uh, want to go for fitness. You know, this is, this is yeah, that's, I like that. It's amazing. And that's how you create change in a work culture. What about mindfulness and bringing a little bit of mindfulness to work? Any simple and sort of real ways we can do that within our, our workday, regardless of where you work? Yeah. Um, well, I think most people need a lot of multitasking. And it's also, I mean, we get distracted a lot. There's the phone, there's there's internet, there's social media. Um, and I think in a lot of jobs, uh, it's required to multitask. But actually, multitasking is really stressful. And um, research has also shown that actually we need, I think it was 12 minutes, that we need at least 12 minutes to really focus on something. Most of the time, we don't have time to focus for 12 minutes. So this means that you have to create like ideal circumstances. Um, so maybe what I also do, what I also tell my colleagues is like, uh, they call it mind palace. Uh, I said, I say, guys, I'm going to mind palace. And that means that I, I will be uh, in a certain room, just alone with uh, only my music. And that's when I focus on my task, for example, when I need to create a new program. Mm. Um, and then, and then I, I tell them like, okay, I'll be back at four o'clock and then I have time to discuss certain things. So I really plan my meetings, but I also plan the time that I need to focus on my own um, task. I love that. So I, guys, I don't know if you made that up, but she said it was something called mind palace and that can just yeah, be yeah, a yeah. state it, of mind. My, I love that. Yeah, so like, it's my, my interest. I like to watch uh, Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. I love that. Sherlock you, Holmes likes to go, yeah, to you mind can go palace. to mind palace at any point in time. Like you can be in a car with a friend and just go to mind palace, which means taking yeah. a beat and, you know, focusing on your breath and focusing on the things around you. Um, and sit or sitting at your desk and just tell yourself, I'm, I love this row. Like I'm going to go to mind palace right now. Yeah. Well, the thing is it, it, you can, it's also a nice way to express. It's clear to your colleagues. Like, you know, I need time for myself. Yeah. Uh, this is for me. I'm going to mind palace and mind palace sounds very positive. It does. And it's, it's really different than like, I need time alone. Yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> I love that. It's such and it's such a great phrase. Like, like people will respect that. I'm going to go to my yeah. palace a lot in my life. I'm going to start saying that. Yeah, yeah. And and I think something else that would really help. Um, I mean, I think sometimes we get so frustrated by certain things and that's normal because there's a lot of stress in our lives. We need to multitask. We have deadlines. Um, and then sometimes you just need some space. Yeah. <laughs> Take a break. And, and we forget to take breaks and we also forget to take distance. Um, and what you learn in mindfulness is that you need to learn to observe your thoughts uh, from a distance. And I think that's what we also need to do more at work. So instead of responding directly to an email or, or to a colleague, um, give yourself some time like, yeah, I need to think about this or yeah, let me look at this from a different perspective. I love that. So um, get up and and move in some sort of way, whether you're greeting your guests or taking a loop around the building, um, go spend some sort of time outside in nature, 
um, dur- during your day, work day, or otherwise, go to Mind Palace wherever you, <laughs> whatever is possible. Yeah. Um, anything else? I know you talked about one more element that I don't think we've touched on, which is the establishing some sort of skills or something that you love to do. Is any way that you could work that into your work day, or that you could give people a little bit about how to work that into their work day if they don't love what they're doing? Yeah. Well, some people like to start. Uh, with things they don't like because then it then they have it over um, so it's done other people and I, I'm one of them I like to start the day with something that gives me energy mm-hmm. um, and when I had the first idea for my company the, the, the name of my company was actually cherries for breakfast um, I and it's because that. I yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> it's because I love cherries uh, and if I have cherries for breakfast, I also live in an area where they grow lots of cherries. So if I have cherries for breakfast, then I will start my day well. Um, and that's what I, what I also tell people. Like if they if they are not excited to go to work, then start with things that give you energy. Um, some of the tasks that may be easy or fun to do, maybe put on your favorite music and get going um, to motivate yourself. And then if you want to Um, take it a little broader then maybe you can look within your job what are the things that I like to do and what are things that I that I'm good at and and maybe it's not um, it does maybe it doesn't belong to the job that you do but maybe it's something that needs to be done in the company Mm -hmm. Um, and then you can talk to your manager or your boss and say like hey you know I have the feeling that I could be really good at for example project management or organizing events um, and you can discuss it um, and maybe maybe your manager will say yeah this is not part of your task but maybe he or she will say like oh yeah we definitely need someone uh, for that or maybe yeah you can take some additional things um, and I think a lot of people just accept that they are in a certain role uh, and that they have to do certain tasks that they don't like um, but I always advise before people take on a new role or apply for a new job, I always advise them, like, see if there are possibilities within your own company. And maybe you can fulfill a different role or maybe you can change the role that you have with some additional tasks. Um, and, 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 yeah, just discuss it with your manager because maybe you can change it a little bit. So, so helpful. Rolene Laut. I said it right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Founder of Mind5 Training and Mind the Mind5 Method. You guys, you have to check out the site, mind5training.com. There are programs on here. We're going to put a link to our site. There's courses that you can do at home. You don't have to be in the Netherlands, right, Rolene? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's true. The courses are in English, but the course that we just recently launched is a course uh, for uh, trainers, coaches, managers, uh, and teachers who want to help people thrive under pressure. So we tell them our tricks and tips, actually our full training program. And we also uh, explain how you can incorporate sports in in, um, in your stress management trainings. Yeah, and it's not just it's not just go for a run, for example, because it'll calm your mind. Uh, no, we have exercises that really learn you the concept of stress management, but also energy management. And for example, if um, um, if, if they want to learn more about energy management, we give them uh, a sports training where they have to plan their training. Uh, mm. And 
get out of their comfort zone, but also um, understand how much energy they have and how much energy they need to achieve optimal performance level, but not get into anxiety mode and not get exhausted too much. Um, and then we relate this to the normal, your normal day or your normal work. And we also help you uh, make planning for your daily life in order to achieve optimal performance. It's incredible. I just started one of the courses, so I'll give you guys full feedback when I'm through it. But so far, if you want to be more mentally fit and learn about all the elements that Ro was just talking about, again, you don't need to be a CEO. It's great if you are, um, but this is really for everyone. Anyone that wants to you know, thrive under pressure, manage stress, and just learn how to be more mentally resilient, these courses are for you. So check it out, mind5training.com. Rolene, yeah. thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate your time. I think, thank you so much. It was so nice talking to you again. I know. Hopefully we'll see <laughs> each other. We'll have to do something like a Well Seekers retreat with Mind5 or something. Yeah, That's absolutely. A- well, I'm definitely planning on going back to the United States. Uh, the last time I've been in the United States was three years ago when I met you. Um, yeah, yeah. Come oh, no, to Connecticut. Well, You're welcome anytime. <laughs> I will. It's not that far. It's good. (laughs) I think it's a six-hour flight. Oh, yeah, it is a six-hour flight. All right. Well, we'll have you on the show again live and in person then. Okay. (laughs) Thank you so much. It was such a pleasure to talk to you again. I know. So great talking to you. And we'll be right back on Well Seekers. Look, we're already friends, right? So let's make it official. Just find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, at Well Seekers. Thanks for being part of the Seekerhood. We couldn't do this without you. Now, back to the show. And we're back on Well Seekers. Thanks so much to Rolene for joining us. You guys, before we let you go, so much great stuff in what she said um, and so much usable stuff in what she said. But I just want to add on, because you, if you know me and you're, you've listened to the show, I love mindsets and motivations and inspiration and conversation, but sometimes there's nothing like actually having some sort of tool, something to remind you to change or something that can aid in your holistic well-being. So I have two of my favorite things that I think are perfect for the workplace to help bring wellness and holistic wellness and de-stressing and having a better mental mindset. This is my number one favorite thing. And if you go onto our website, there's a link to it. These are so affordable. They're also in our Back to Basics Wellness Kit. So you can check that out. Um, It's a head scratcher. Oh my gosh. I just love like doing this to my head. If you're not watching the video, I'm scratching my head. But a head scratcher is just like, I don't even know how to explain it other than it's euphoric. And if I'm at work or I'm stressing out, I just have this on my desk and I'll just do this to my head. And it just reminds me to breathe, reminds me to calm down and reminds me that, you know, I do crave wellness and that I'm craving something that's going to make me feel good in a good way and not a bad way, which used to be like going to the M&M bowl that was down, you know, the cubicle and just eating all of those. So the head scratcher. Um, And the other is this little gadget. It's a stress reduction gadget and it has different things. It's like a spinner, a clicker. Um, You can hear this. It has like a, a... switch thing that you can click on, um, a ball roller. I'm going to have Ro come, um, Joe come and chest it 
Sorry, we were just talking to Ro. Um, Joe, my producer, whenever, come test it. But I have this on my desk. And when I get really stressed out, this is my go-to because it just sort of takes that. Some people have like an oral sort of fixation. Um, I have like a like a twitch. I used to, you know, shake my leg a lot or want to click something. Um, so this helps me, again, with stress reduction. Um, so if I'm stressed out or working on something and I need a little break, this is something that I use. Joe, do you want to test it out? Here, come sit next to me. Hello. 2019, Hello. your bright 2019, skirt. 2019, <laughs> yeah, for everybody. Everybody's stressed. I'm stressing out. Oh, I would go with the switch. Don't you like it? Oh, the switch. Yeah. Not and there's like this one. There, oh. You guys, if you're on the podcast, there's lots of different buttons. Joe's this pressing like, like the red a, buttons. I do with a pen. Yeah, it's like a clicker. Pen, clicker. That's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. And it helps relax your mind and your body. And just like Rolene was talking about the mindfulness, that yeah. helps bring you into mindfulness. Nice. Um, go, so you can go to your mind palace with this, <laughs> basically. I love that You like word. it? Oh, I'll get you one. Yeah. I would give you that, except it's my only one. And I'm generous, but I'm not. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to steal I'll it. I'll order then. you one. <laughs> I'm going to steal it then because I like the click. The click. I give you the pen. Oh, yeah. You can keep the pen. I keep this. <laughs> so also head scratcher. Do you want to try this while you're here? Yeah, this one I always wanted to. But I, know. You, I feel like it's very per personal. The so head scratcher. Yeah. Well, you can also, the head scratcher. My the hair thing the clean. Head scratcher. I took a shower this morning. <gasps> Is, isn't that so good? Is Doing that to your significant other. That's like my favorite no, no. thing. Just to yourself. Just for myself. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to get stressed in doing it to someone else. So I'll be like this. <laughs> Clicking and rubbing your head. <laughs> I'll try to do it. It's I mean, so that's good. like something that I've definitely done before. So oh, this is feel great. Yeah, it this feels great. Something that I can fall asleep with. Yeah. Or just in the middle of the day, like when you're with your girls. And falling asleep. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. Here, I'll give that to you. It you would can be go. nice to see me with the two girls running around, stressed out, and yeah. be like, ah. Yeah, exactly. No, no, you can take that with you. Okay. I go. Scratch my head. She's going to scratch her head. So, um, wellseekers.com, again, we have lots of little things on there to help you work through your day in tangible ways. We love stories, but we also, I just also know that this has been a big part of my own story is finding little things like this to help remind me. Like this just helps remind me, this little tool thing, that breathing is so important. Um, and just to recap some of the things that Rose said, if you're at a job that you don't like, it's just a part of your life. It is not your entire life. And there are strategies that she gave us to help get out of that job, to maybe advance into a different position and to find what you really are passionate about. But if you can't find those things, it doesn't mean you can't have a happy, hopeful, and well life. It just means that we need to incorporate some of the things that make your life happy, hopeful, and well, either into your workday or really focusing on after your workday or before your workday doing some of those things. So don't think, because I know that I used to put so much emphasis on, I need to have the perfect job or the perfect this. Perfect is a, a word that actually should be eradicated, I feel like, from our language. Um, you can have a happy, hopeful, and well life regardless of where you are at. And some of those tools that she gave you and hopefully that we give you can help you get there. 
So from all of us here at Wellseekers, we are so excited about 2019 and being on this journey to seek and find happiness, hopefulness, and holistic well-being with you from the mind down. Make sure if you haven't already to subscribe to our podcast. We are on iTunes, on Stitcher, on iHeart, pretty much everywhere. Um, and also if you hop onto wellseekers.com, we have a newsletter. You can subscribe to that as well. We're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We're everywhere at Well Seekers. So thank you guys so much for being a part of the Seekerhood as we work to bring wellness to each one of you and to bring wellness home. Thanks so much, and we'll talk to you next week on Well Seekers. How would you like to join the conversation? Email us anytime at hello at wellseekers.com.